Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coffee Break Italian Magazine, Season 1, Episode 8. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. Come stai Francesca? Io Mark sto bene, ma tu piuttosto come stai? Uh, va bene, ma... Ti dico un po' più tardi. Okay. Okay. We are delighted to be back with another episode of the Coffee Break Italian magazine. We hope that you're enjoying this new way of learning some Italian. Obviously, we have our seasons of Coffee Break Italian. If this happens to be the first ever episode that you've listened to because you've found us on a, a podcast app or something like that, then you're very, very welcome. However, you should know that in order to learn Italian from the very beginning, you can go back and access our season one contents. Oh... We are just literally a few minutes finished <laughs> the Coffee Break catch-up. Um, this is our, our Thursday show, our live show that we're doing at the moment, um, at least at the moment if you're listening in o- September or October 2019. And that's our Thursday live show in which we update all our listeners on everything to do with Coffee Break. And um, it's quite stressful. Allora, sono un po' stanco oggi. Sì, sì, e non sei nemmeno stato bene negli ultimi giorni, sì, vero? Sì, infatti, sì, adesso sto bene, ma ho passato alcuni giorni con un po' di raffreddore. Sì, ho visto, poverino. Sarà, come diciamo in Italia, il cambio di stagione. Certo, un colpo d'aria sì. è 
è il cambio di, di stagione. <ride> stagione. <ride> Ma ora stai meglio, Marco? Sì, molto meglio. Okay. Ho, ho dormito molto. Bene. Bevuto tè caldo. Bravo. E, e preso qualche medicina. Ah, perfetto. Ma non hai bevuto un po' di spremute d'arancia? Uh, no, forse un po' di succo d'arancia. Mm. Perché me lo chiedi? <ride> È una domanda un po' strana, ma... Sì. <ride> <ride> perché oggi parliamo di arance. Ah, di arance? Sì, però in un contesto un po' particolare. Non parliamo di malattie, stai tranquillo. Ok, sono un po' confuso, <ride> ma forse ho ancora la febbre. <ride> forse. Adesso ti spiego meglio, stai tranquillo. Ok, well, we'll be getting started with the lesson all about arance in just a moment. As usual, in the Coffee Break Italian magazine, we'll be starting with a text. This is a text that contains lots of interesting language. We'll listen to the text in its entirety, and then Francesca and I will go back through the text and talk about the language contained in that text. Va bene? Ok, iniziamo. Iniziamo. Quando pensiamo al carnevale, sicuramente ci vengono alla mente le straordinarie immagini di Venezia, o più semplicemente i piccoli carnevali di paese con travestimenti, coriandoli, sfilate e carri allegorici. Ma se andate ad Ivrea, una cittadina vicino a Torino, scoprirete un modo completamente diverso di festeggiare il carnevale, dove i coriandoli vengono sostituiti con delle arance. Eh sì, avete capito bene. Ma andiamo con ordine per capire meglio il motivo di questa tradizione. Ivrea è sempre stata una città molto fiera, che non ha mai perso occasione di mostrare la sua avversione nei confronti dei potenti che la governavano. Un episodio in particolare dimostra la forza del popolo eporediese e adesso ve lo racconto. A quanto pare, molti secoli fa, Violetta, una bellissima ragazza, figlia del mugnaio del paese, era stata obbligata a sposarsi con un ricco signore della zona. Violetta, come potete ben immaginare, non voleva e così un giorno decise di uccidere il suo futuro sposo. La gente di Ivrea si schierò subito dalla parte di Violetta per proteggerla e il Carnevale delle Arance rievoca proprio questo evento. Il rosso delle arance, in particolare, ricorda il sangue versato durante la ribellione del popolo. Che forte, vero? Ovviamente il mio riassunto è semplificato e la storia è ben più complessa, quindi chiedo scusa agli amici eporediesi che ci ascoltano. Comunque, vale la pena andare ad Ivrea negli ultimi tre giorni di carnevale. L'atmosfera è indescrivibile ed il profumo inebriante. Se girate per la città, vedrete gli arancieri con caschi di cuoio che, a bordo di carri trainati da cavalli, combattono a suon di arance contro le squadre avversarie. Tutto ciò è indubbiamente molto pericoloso e per questo gli spettatori devono indossare un cappello rosso per indicare la loro neutralità. E ora una piccola curiosità. 
Per questo evento vengono importate dalla Calabria ogni anno circa 600 tonnellate di arance. Voi penserete, che spreco! In realtà si tratta di arance non adatte al consumo alimentare, che sarebbero comunque finite al macero. Allora, per il prossimo carnevale, invece di andare a Venezia, perché non provate Ivrea? Però non dimenticate il cappello rosso a casa! Ma è vero questa cosa? Sì, sì, è verissima. Io sono stata perché sì, Ivrea è vicino a Biella. I was going to ask you that. So, Biella and and Ivrea, is Ivrea closer to Turin? Sì, sì, sì. Okay, so this is is your part of the world. It's my part of the world. And we went there as children and I remember we used to wear red red hats. hats. Okay, (laughs) well, if you've not understood everything that's going on here, it might be useful to, to go through things in more detail. But I have to say there's some really interesting vocabulary in this text particularly there's a word I think is describing the people who are from this area or something like that si bravo uh, what was that Epor- eporediesi right, you'll need to explain this in more detail but we'll, okay. we'll get to that when we Va get bene. to that okay let's now go through the text and get into the, the, the language that's covered here okay quando pensiamo al carnevale when we think about carnival Sicuramente ci vengono alla mente le straordinarie immagini di Venezia. So surely to us come to mind the extraordinary images of Venice. O più semplicemente or more simply i piccoli carnevali di paese. The little village carnivals. Con travestimenti. Right, now there's some interesting vocabulary here. So, convest, uh, uh, travestimenti sì. are costumes. Sì, coriandoli. Now, this is a new word for me. Um, is it confetti? Sì, okay, sì. So, things that are thrown uh-huh. in, in the streets. Which okay. is a false friend, because confetti in Italian... Are sweets. Sì. Yeah, so candy type sweets, yeah. Sì. Sfilate. Those are parades. E carri allegorici. So these are the, the carnival floats that sì. tell stories and so on. Okay. Ma se andate ad Ivrea. But if you go to Ivrea. Una cittadina vicino a Torino. This is a little town uh, near Turin. Scoprirete un modo completamente diverso di festeggiare il carnevale. Right, so this is a nice future tense here. Scoprire is sì. the verb to discover. Scoprirete, you will discover. Un modo completamente diverso, a completely different way di festeggiare. festeggiare. So to celebrate il carnevale, carnival. Dove i coriandoli vengono sostituiti con delle arance. And this is a carnival where i coriandoli, this new word for me, confetti, Uh, is replaced by oranges. Sì, sì, esatto. <laughs> Let's just think about this for a moment. Oranges are much heavier sì. than confetti, esatto. which is paper, ultimately. Sì. Okay, right. So, obviously, they're made of strong things in, in Ivrea. <laughs> eh sì, avete capito bene. Yes, you have indeed understood well. There we've got another example of using venire plus a past participle to mm-hmm. say that something has happened. In this case, it's, they, they are... Uh, replaced, mm-hmm. so it's a passive. It's a passive structure, and in Italian, normally we would use verb to be, so mm-hmm. you could say i coriandoli sono sostituiti, mm-hmm. but venire is used as an alternative to uh, verb to be in the passive structures. Excellent. 
Okay, so we have indeed understood well, but let us uh, take things from the beginning. Let's start from scratch esatto, here. Esatto, okay? andiamo con ordine per capire meglio il motivo di questa tradizione. To understand better the reason for this tradition. Ivrea è sempre stata una città molto fiera. Okay, now here we've got essere in the perfect tense. Mm-hmm. So that è sempre stata is going to become has always been. Sì. So even though it's è, it's essere, we translate it as has because of course we're using a perfect tense structure here. Sempre stata una città molto fiera. Scusa. <laughs> Niente, figurati. I was, getting, I was getting so interested in the, the construction there. So it's always been a very proud city. Fiera, sì. proud. Sì, che non ha mai perso occasione which has never missed an opportunity di mostrare la sua avversione nei confronti dei potenti so of showing its aversion sì. i guess in the or when it's towards, um, towards yes nei confronti di mm-hmm. is towards uh, i potenti are these the the important people sì, the mighty the, mighty. the, the person uh, in control those in control sì. so uh, to the the high hygians, as we'd say in Scottish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the high hygians that uh, were governing it. So we're sì, controlling che la governano. It. And the la replacing, obviously, la cittadina la città. o ivrea. Mm-hmm. Un episodio in particolare. One episode in particular. Dimostra la forza del popolo eporediese. Okay, this is what we were asking you about earlier. So, one episode in particular, in particular demonstrates the, the strength of the people of, of Ivrea. Ivrea. So, <laughs> sì. Eporediese. It's the adjective for Ivrea. Because, How does that work, Francesca? <laughs> because the Latin name for Ivrea was Eporedia. Ah. So, it's still, it's still reflected in, uh, in the adjective Eporediese. Right. So, is that particular to Ivrea or does this system happen with other places? No, normally the name... The, the adjective is very similar yeah. to, to the city. Torinesi. Sì, sì, sì. But at times, like Livorno, uh, the adjective is Livornese, but yeah. also Labronico. Labronico? Labronico, sì. Oh, mamma mia. So, allora, se dice un, di, di una persona di Livorno che è un Labronico. You can also say Livornese. Livornese. But there is also the, the Latin, uh, the adjective Version. of Latin origin è Labronico. Ok, ma c'è anche Ivrese. No, no, ah. no, è Poredese. È sì. Poredese. Sì, sì. Eh, presumably we don't have to like, treat it like a Latin adjective in all its different forms and oh, cases. No, 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 no. This is not coffee break Latin. <laughs> I'm not Grazie the right person. <laughs> so, el, po- el popolo, il popolo è Poredese. The sì. Ivrean or... The or the Ivrean people of Ivrea. Yeah, that's, sì. that's better. The people of Ivrea. E adesso ve lo racconto. And now I'll tell you it. So a lovely combination there of pronouns. Ve lo racconto. We're talking about um, un episodio. Un episodio, sì. So it is an episode and that's a masculine. So it's a mas- masculine noun. So the lo there is referring back to the episodio and ve should be vi, but ve lo sounds better than vi lo. Sì, when we combine uh, two pronouns for phonetic reasons, we have to change vi into uh, ve. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Adesso ve lo racconto. Ok, a quanto pare? Um, as far as it seems. Sì, o apparently. Apparently. Molti secoli fa. Uh, many centuries ago. Violetta. 
Violetta. <laughs> Una bellissima ragazza figlia del mugnaio del paese. Okay, so a beautiful girl who was the, the, the daughter of the Miller? Miller, sì. I don't know where that word came from, but it's, uh, I don't know, it was very deep in my, my mind then, the mugnaio. Um, it's a funny word, mugnaio. sì. Um, so it's the Miller of the, the village. Okay. Era stata obbligata a sposarsi. So, era stata, that's the pluperfect tense, therefore had been obliged to marry. Sì, another passive structure. Mm -hmm. eh, con un ricco signore della zona. So, she had been obliged, rather, to get married to, sposarsi con, sì. to get married to someone. So, who was she obliged to, or with whom was she obliged to get married? Uh, un ricco signore della zona, a rich gentleman of the area. Esatto. Violetta, come potete ben immaginare. Violetta, as you can well imagine. Non voleva. Didn't want to. E così un giorno decise di uccidere il suo futuro sposo. Wow, ok, as you do. Um, well, as you shouldn't. Um, and therefore, in such a way, she decided one day to kill her future husband. Mm -hmm. And there is a nice decise. I know you like a nice passato remoto. Passato remoto, yes, a decise. Um, what would it be if it were just a simple uh, passato prossimo? Ha deciso. Ha deciso. So sì. the deciso there, past participle. And here we're, we're using decise in the passato remoto sì. because we're telling a story. We're telling here. a story. It's really, really distant in, in terms yeah. of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. La gente di Ivrea si schierò subito dalla parte di Violetta. So, again, another passato sì. remoto here. The people of Ivrea, or the Eporediesi. Sì, gli Eporediesi, bravo. <laughs> si schierò. This is a, an interesting word. Schierò comes from schierare. Schierarsi, sì. Schierarsi, of mm -hmm. course. And does it mean to take the side of sì, someone? To sì, side, to side. To side with someone. So, la gente di Ivrea si schierò subito, so they immediately sided with Violetta. Per proteggerla. In order to protect her. E il Carnevale delle Arance rievoca proprio questo evento. And the Carnival of uh, the Oranges uh, rievokes or picks mm -hmm. up evokes, on, evokes sì. uh, this event. Mm -hmm. Il Rosso delle Arance in particolare. So, the red of the oranges here. In particular, ricorda il sangue versato durante la ribellione del popolo. So the red of the oranges um, reminds us or mm -hmm. looks back to the, the blood that was spilled sì. uh, during the rebellion of the people. Sì, che forte, vero? <laughs> it's indeed quite forte. It's, it's sì. quite powerful. Sì. Forte also means how cool, so it depends uh, on, <laughs> on your the interpretation. <laughs> See, it can be how powerful, but also how cool. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Ovviamente il mio riassunto è semplificato. Obviously, Francesca's uh, summary of the story is simplified. E la storia è ben più complessa. And the story is really more complex. Quindi chiedo scusa agli amici eporediesi che ci ascoltano. <laughs> so she asks for the forgiveness of her uh, eporediesi friends, her friends from Ivrea, um, who are listening to us. Comunque vale la pena andare ad Ivrea negli ultimi tre giorni di carnevale. However, it is well worth going to Ivrea uh, during the, the final three days of carnival. L'atmosfera è indescrivibile ed il profumo inebriante. 
So the atmosphere is undescribable, indescribable, not undescribable, Mark. Indescribable and the smell is inebriating. Sì, è vero, okay. è verissimo. Se girate per la città, if you wander around the city, vedrete gli arancieri. This is a tricky word. Okay, so you will see the... It's not the orange trees. No, it's the people who throw oranges. Okay. <laughs> so the orange throwers. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Con caschi di cuoio. So they've got leather hats on. Sì, or leather helmets. Helmets, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. caschi, yeah. Eh, quindi vedrete gli arancieri con caschi di cuoio che a bordo di carri trainati da cavalli. So these are these people are on board uh, carriages. Sì. Um, or um, what do we call them? Floats. Are they floats like the, the ones that sì, in, sì, the, in the parade? Carriages, carriages okay. And those are horse-drawn, esatto. so horse-drawn carriages. E, so gli arancieri combattono a suon di arance contro le squadre avversarie. So has this got something to do with the sound of oranges or something? No, it's like a set phrase, okay. meaning uh, uh, by the repetition of uh, something, by the constant repetition of um, uh, something, one okay. after the other. Right, so how would we translate this phrase? If, take out the um, a bordo di carri trainati uh, da cavalli. So if you wander around the city, you will see the orange throwers with their leather hats uh-huh. who... Um, Combattono, who fight. Uh-huh. As one di arance, the idea is throwing one orange after the other. After another. Because okay. there is the idea of a, a strong repetition of uh, throwing oranges. Okay, so with this ongoing attack of oranges. Sì. And they fight contro le squadre avversarie. So against the opposing teams. Sì. And they're all on uh, these carri trainati di, uh, da cavalli. Esatto. So, wow, it's, it's definitely worth, <laughs> worth finding out more about this. I think There are should, a lot of videos online. I was just going to so say that. Yes. Yeah, we should look in, on YouTube to see this. Tutto ciò è indubbiamente molto pericoloso. All this is undoubtedly very dangerous. E per questo gli spettatori devono indossare un cappello rosso. And for this reason, um, the spectators have to put on indossare a red cap, a red hat. Per indicare la loro neutralità. To indicate their neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> e ora una piccola curiosità. I know something a little curious. Per questo evento vengono importate dalla Calabria ogni anno circa 600 tonnellate di arance. Wow, so for this event, um, there are, uh, every year there are around 600 tons of oranges Imported from Calabria. Sì, and we have another eh, passive, passive structure yeah, with venire, here. vengono importate. Eh, voi penserete, che spreco. Right, so you'll be thinking, what a waste? Sì, 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 from sprecare. Okay. okay. In realtà si tratta di arance non adatte al consumo alimentare. So in reality we're talking about oranges which aren't fit for consumption as food mm-hmm. eh, che sarebbero comunque finite al macero this comunque here comunque you can sometimes translate by however uh-huh. but it's not quite that here no I would it? say it's more like they would have ended up anyway anyway uh-huh. yeah so um, we're talking about che sarebbero comunque finite uh-huh. al macero al macero okay right so which would have finished up anyway mm-hmm. What's the macero? Macero is like a place where you dispose of food that okay. you're not 
you cannot eat, basically, and you need to get rid of it somehow. So this would be some kind of, of communal town facility, like si. a, a dump or something like si, that. Si. Okay, so the, the oranges wouldn't have been eaten. They would have ended up in this, uh, they, they would be disposed of in some way. Si. Um, and therefore, they're being used and being disposed of via <laughs> in, a, in another way but it's not a waste yeah. of, of food of which food. is very important of course, of course ok allora per il prossimo carnevale invece di andare a Venezia perché non provate Ivrea? so uh, for next carnival rather than going to Venice why don't you try Ivrea? Però non dimenticate il cappello rosso a casa. Indeed, but don't forget your uh, red hat at home. Don't leave, your, don't leave your red hat at home. Sì. If, if there's so much red from all the, the oranges, um, how come the red cap? Wouldn't they be better wearing blue caps or something like that? <laughs> uh, it's more like a tradition, okay. really, because <laughs> the people who are fighting, they know who they are. Who they and, are yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the tomatina. In, in a in way, Spain. but it's more painful. <laughs> and I heard that some teams, they even, um, they freeze the oranges. Oh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard, which is not really fair. No, definitely but not. I've seen like people bleeding and oh. all sorts. So <laughs> be well, prepared. If, if you go, yeah, please be prepared <laughs> and, and don't say Coffee Break Italian sent you no, either. Ma il profumo è veramente inebriante. <laughs> è buonissimo. I can imagine. Okay, we're going to take a short break there. I hope you've enjoyed this orange text, orange flavoured text. Um, we'll take a short break and be back in just a moment with our grammar clinic. Now, if you would like to get more out of the Coffee Break Italian magazine, then you may be interested in signing up for the full course over at the Coffee Break Academy. For each episode of the magazine, we also provide a transcript with lesson notes, vocabulary lists and exercises to help you get the most out of this course. Head over to coffeebreakacademy.com for more information. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Allora, siamo tornati. We are back with the part of the episode in which the Coffee Break Italian listener becomes the star of the show. And this week's star of the show is Zach. Let's have a listen to his question. Salve Francesca e Mark. Innanzitutto, devo ringraziarvi per tutto che ci insegnate. Quando un nuovo episodio viene, sempre ascolto subito. Comunque, volevo chiedervi una cosa un po' complicata ma piccola. Cioè, come si usa la parolina mica? Quando sono in Italia, la sento tantissimo e posso capire cosa vuol dire più o meno. Però non ancora riesco ad usarla quando comunico. Grazie ancora di tutto. Spero che questa domanda vi sia utile. Ciao! Well, I have to say that I think this is a great question because I have, have the same question, basically. I really? find Mika very difficult to use. Um, so just, just for our listeners' benefit, Zach was asking in, in excellent Italian sì, complimenti. how you use this little word, una parolina, sì. uh, a little word that's Mika. It's a word that you hear very often in Italy, um, but it's a little difficult to know when to throw it into your conversation. And it's also one of those words, I think, when you do finally include it in a conversation and nobody blinks, <laughs> you think, ah, yes. I've arrived. <laughs> Francesca, over to you. Sì, come dice Zach, Mika è proprio, è una bella parolina. It's a nice wee word, as you would say, here in Scotland. And we use Mika very often in, um, in spoken Italian. I would say... Uh, Mika is rather colloquial, so avoid it if you are writing mm-hmm. in Italian or if you are speaking Italian at a very um, at a very formal level. But definitely, it's one of those little words that make you sound really, really esatto. Italian if esatto. you can include it uh, <laughs> in your conversations. Allora, uh, what can I say? Uh, probably the main function of uh, uh, Mika is reinforcing uh, a, a negative uh, a negative statement more or less in a similar way to uh, at all in English mm-hmm. or as a synonym uh, for affatto and per niente in Italian yep. however I would say it's not exactly the same it's not the same thing as a standard negative answer because it's used in a way um when you are kind of uh, surprised by, uh, by, by by what is happening. Okay, this this makes sense, but I think it will make even more sense with some examples, sì. Francesca. Okay, for example, uh, if I say, questo vino non è buono, this wine, this wine is, is not, not good. good, it's just a statement, it's yeah. a negative, it's a standard uh, negative statement. But if I say, questo vino non è mica buono, that's where you're expecting it to be good. And in, in fact, uh-huh. it's not good. Exactly. Oh, okay. So it's not just saying that this wine is not good, but the expectation was for this wine to, to be good. To be good. Uh-huh. Or imagine after a longer flight, mm-hmm. you expect someone to be tired and wanting to sleep. But I could say, ah, non ho mica sonno. It's like, I'm not feeling sleeping at all. And okay. the idea is that, 
one a person after a long flight should be feeling quite sleepy. Yeah, you would expect to feel sleepy, but in actual fact, I'm not sleepy at si, all. Non mica si, no? Esatto. And mica can also be used uh, without uh, a non if placed before the verb. For example, uh, if you are in a restaurant and the bill doesn't seem right to you and you're quite confident uh-huh. that it's not right, you could say, il conto mica è giusto. Because the expectation is that the bill should be right. Uh-huh. But no, in actual fact, this bill is not right. See, so it's stronger than il conto non è giusto, which is grammatically and technically okay. Uh-huh. But so, by saying uh, il conto mica è giusto. So there mica is replacing the whole negative in there. So si. we've got il conto non è giusto. Mm-hmm. The, the bill isn't right. Si. Il conto non è mica giusto. Mm-hmm. The bill, in fact, isn't right. Uh-huh. But the most strong one Il conto mica è giusto. Aha, esatto, okay. bravissimo, right. bravissimo. Very good. There is also another uh, function. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mica can be used in, uh, in questions uh, which contain an idea of doubt mm-hmm. and also, a, let's say, a, an extra hint of politeness. Okay. For example, if I say, uh, non hai mica visto le mie chiavi? That's like saying, you've not seen my keys by any chance. Esatto, bravissimo. And again, you can also drop the the negative and Uh just say, hai mica visto le mie chiavi? Right. So, have you seen my keys by any chance? Mm -hmm. I I guess in English, asking the question, haven't you seen my keys? You "You haven't seen my keys by any chance. Esatto. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's almost like, making a little bit of an excuse for asking si, a question. Si, si. Okay. And and I'll give you a sentence with the idea of um, of politeness or extra politeness. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say potresti prestarmi la tua macchina oggi? So could you uh, loan me your car today? Uh-huh, or lend me, lend me yeah. your car. But you could also say, uh, non potresti mica prestarmi la tua macchina oggi? You couldn't possibly lend me your car today? Sì, so the meaning is the same, but by adding mica, mica. there is that little bit of extra uh, politeness. Uh, I understand. Or imagine that someone is opening the door uh-huh. now that we are recording. Non ho mica interrotto la vostra conversazione. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't by any chance interrupt your conversation. Sì, well, if, sì. if they open the door, at least it would let some fresh air in. Sì, perché fa caldissimo. caldissimo. Okay, one more thing, because oh, it's really mia. hot in here. There are some nice set phrases which mm-hmm. contain uh, uh, Mika, and they can also have a positive uh, meaning. For example, it's very common, ah, Mika male. Okay. It's like, not bad. Not bad, okay. Not bad. Uh, you could also say, obviously, non è mica male, but uh-huh. it's more common. Uh, mica male. Mica male, okay. Or mica brutto. Uh, that's like, not half... It's not, not, not ugly. ugly. Yeah. Okay. Or mica stupido. Uh, that ain't too, too daft. <laughs> it's like when you're expecting someone to be stupid and then this person gives you a very clever answer, uh-huh. you would say, ah, mica, mica stupido, stupido, with the idea, I was thinking he or she uh-huh. uh, was stupid, but in fact... Uh, he or she is not, or he in this case is stupido, etc. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I could go on forever. I think probably we better stop there. It was a fantastic si. question uh, from Zach. So thank si. you, Zach. Uh, hopefully this has been helpful. Now, if you have a question like Zach, then you can get in touch with us uh, either via voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail by calling our voicemail lines. And if you're in the UK, that's 0141 416 6880. If you're in the US, 347 474 6880. Or in Australia, 08 7200 
6880 or simply go to coffeebreakquestions.com and you can leave your response there. Allora, Mark, if I ask you, hai capito, Mark, come si usa mica? Come puoi rispondere? Ok, we're going to have a go. Certo, non sono mica stupido. Bravo! (laughs) Ok, we're back for the final segment of this week's show. Allora, Francesca, cosa hai per, per noi oggi? Sì, per la ciliegina sulla torta. Beh, devo dire che il podcast di oggi mi ha fatto pensare a un modo di dire tutto italiano, mm-hmm. proprio tipico del carnevale. Okay. E soprattutto adatto a una tradizione, diciamo, così violenta come quella del carnevale delle arance. Oh, ok, so we're talking about uh, an expression that's typical of carnival, sì. but um, it's perhaps inspired by the, the violence. Sì, it's perfect. It's, okay. it's perfect for the violence of this type of carnival. Dai, dai, non dai, so dai, se conosci, a carnevale ogni scherzo vale. Um, so at carnival, um, every joke or every prank goes. Esatto. Anything sì. goes at carnival, ok? Sì, sì. Perché il carnevale è un periodo di allegria, mm-hmm. di spensieratezza e soprattutto di scherzi. Ok, so uh, hang on a minute. Carnival is a period of happiness. Sì. Spensieratezza. Sì, spensieratezza significa quando non hai pensieri ah, nella testa. So, so you're, you're thought free. Sì, sì, <laughs> like sì. It. And oh, you, you said soprattutto scherzi, su so sì. scherzi are, are jokes or pranks. pranks yeah. Allora, se, se una persona è vittima di uno scherzo durante il carnevale, mm-hmm. deve accettarlo senza lamentarsi. Okay, so if, if you happen to be the victim of a, of a prank during carnival, you just have to go on with it. You've got to accept it sì, without sì. complaining. Sì, perché a carnevale ogni scherzo vale. Okay, because at carnival every prank goes, anything goes at carnival sì. time. Ovviamente questo modo di dire è limitato a un breve periodo dell'anno, quindi non usatelo in altri momenti. Certo, certo. Ok, well that is where we're going to leave this episode of the Coffee Break Italian magazine. We hope that you've enjoyed it. I have to say I've learned quite a bit in this episode, so thank you Francesca. Bene, Grazie sono mille. contenta. If you would like to access the lesson notes for this particular lesson, and indeed for all the episodes of the Coffee Break Italian magazine, there are lesson notes with uh, transcriptions of the, the Italian conversations, with vocabulary and exercises, and you can access all of them at the Coffee Break Academy, and you can find that at coffeebreakacademy.com. And as ever, we would like to remind you that you can keep practicing your Italian by joining us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Italian. We are Learn Italian on Twitter, and you can get some behind-the-scenes photos and language learning content throughout the week on the Coffee Break Languages account on Instagram. Perfetto, allora ci sentiamo nel prossimo episodio. Sì, a presto, ciao! Ciao, grazie! You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.